Jeff's. Jeff's on the land. Yes, welcome to episode 15 of Jeff Healy's Wonderland. I'm Jeff Healy, and welcome. And folks, this is the palace of my mind. This show. My thoughts, my musings, my theories, my observations on life, and everything vaguely connected to that. Now, I'm going to start off with a a bit of a thought that I've had. We often hear stories of people experiencing a crisis in their lives and then deciding to travel the world in an attempt to find themselves. Now, it's a little known and I think rather interesting fact that a lot of men who've gone through such a crisis eventually find their way to India and never come back. I believe this phenomenon has everything to do with food. Although I'm not talking about the availability of a really good cheap curry, per se. Although I could be. Let me explain. I've noticed that often men and women have vastly different agendas when it comes to eating. When a woman sits down to eat, that meal is an event. It's going to take time. It's going to be savoured. It's going to be appreciated and enjoyed. Especially if she's cooked it, because she's probably spent quite a while in the kitchen doing so. For a man, sitting down to the same meal is also an event. But more along the lines of Formula One. Because it involves eating whatever it is in front of him as fast as he possibly can. And if it was considered socially acceptable, he would dispense with cutlery completely and just shove the food into his mouth with his bare hands. Which is what we do with snacks. So, you know, why can't we extend that to regular meals? Anyway, look, there are many old sayings subject to discussion as to their origins, i.e., you know, where and when and why they originated and what they actually meant. One of these is the expression, go west, young man, which I believe may have originated in Asia and not, and not in the United States, as is commonly believed. My hypothesis is that the author of this expression must have been travelling through Asia and found himself in Japan, forced to eat with chopsticks and feeling frustrated because, being a chopstick novice, he'd have found it very difficult to eat very much very quickly. From there, he probably travelled on to Thailand, where meals are commonly eaten with a fork and a spoon, much more satisfying from the male perspective, and from there, sensing some kind of dining nirvana, ventured even further west to India, where it's customary to eat with one's hand. And there you have it. Anyway, Wonderlanders, let's get on with the show. And now I know there's a lot of you chomping at the bit for your favourite part of the show, and it's coming up right now. And of course, I could be talking about nothing other than... Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think you know. I don't know what I know. This is what I know. Theory Time. Yes, it's Theory Time, and today on Theory Time, we're going to be delving into the idea of calling things what they actually are. Over the course of history, mankind has attempted, I think, to label things accurately. And then, at some point, along came marketing. 
and decided to label things attractively rather than accurately. And I reckon they got away with it because accurately and attractively are very similar sounding words. And I think that's incidental rather than accidental. And that's enough clever use of similar sounding words for the time being. But seriously, we need to take a good, long, hard look at things around us now. And I'm talking about common household objects. Look at the names that marketing and manufacturers have given to those things. I mean, I think that we need to change them to reflect more accurately what they actually do. Now, if you're anything like me, in your living room, you will have at least six or seven remote controls. One for the TV, one for the TV satellite cable box thingy, one for the Apple TV, one for the stereo, one for the DVD player, one for the PS4. And I wouldn't mind betting you've got a couple of others for various things lurking around there. Now, quite a few years ago, someone came up with the idea of the all-in-one remote control. Now, that's a great idea, but in my experience, that particular product label is fast becoming redundant slash inaccurate because more and more we've got things in our house that your average all-in-one remote control is not going to be able to control because the buttons won't be there for it. Of course, I'm talking about air conditioning, lights, blinds, curtains, and, you know, pretty soon we're going to need remote controls for children and pets, which is actually a pretty good idea. Anyway, look, I'm, I'm kind of getting off the track a little bit because what I'm suggesting is that we start using different names for various things in the house to more accurately reflect what they truly are. So here are a few suggestions to get you started. So first of all, the all-in-one remote control becomes the sum-in-one. The vacuum cleaner becomes the cat frightener. The sofa becomes the ass widener. The smartphone becomes the hypnotic time waster. The dining table becomes the food distribution area. And the balcony becomes the neighbor observation platform. This is what I know. Theory time. And that wraps up another edition of Theory Time. Now, speaking of observation, there are a few things that I personally find more disconcerting than being silently eyeballed by a toddler sitting in a shopping trolley at the supermarket checkout. There's something, I don't know, unnerving about little kids that you don't know staring at you from a distance of, say, one and a half metres. I always have the feeling they know something, or at the very least that they're silently judging me. Anyway, we are now coming to the part of the show where you get to judge me, silently or otherwise, or at least one of my songs. Yes, it's song of the daytime, folks, and today we'll be casting a critical ear over a groovy little track from an album of mine called Canvas of My Memory. The song is called The First Move, and it's about the dissolution of a friendship. Take a listen. Why can I tell you? If I saw you Feel like I've got nothing More to say There are still some things I remember Most of it is melted Right away Think I knew you like a brother. But basically, the song's about a relationship, uh, a, a friendship, actually, a couple of mates of mine had years ago, and they had a falling out, and you know, they weren't friends anymore. 
And then after a while, they became friends again. So, ladies, say what you will about men being idiots in so many respects. We are a lot better at patching up friendships than women are, as a rule. That's one of our strengths, I think. So I suppose the song could also refer to any type of relationship. And uh, Anyway, I'm fading that out now because, as I always point out, if you would like to hear the whole song, please do go to Spotify or one of your friendly streaming services and hear the whole thing and uh, the rest of the album and the other albums and anything else that's there. It's quite fun. Anywho, we are now going to head straight into the other very popular part of Jeff's Wonderland and it's Jeff's Thought of the Day I was thinking about something I think it was the thought of the day I think, I think it was the thought of the day And a hearty welcome to Thought of the Day. Today we're going to think about the written word versus the spoken word. Now you've all heard that old expression it is written which once upon a time, long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, meant that if something was written, it had presumably been written by somebody who was educated because back then, uneducated people didn't know how to read or write and so it was generally accepted that it should be taken seriously, whatever it was, as the writer was obviously pretty smart, being smart enough to know how to write something down. Now, I think that worked really well before there was any type of voice recording system or telegraph or telephones or anything like that that you could play back later and say, see, that's what they were saying. You know, they couldn't do that back in the day, could they? So it was really risky passing down information just by word of mouth. Like, so-and-so said such-and-such, and, of course, by the time the original information got passed down to you via a whole lot of different people... The information had probably changed quite a bit from the original version, which, okay, might have been something like, on Tuesday, the savages will attack at noon from the west, to the version that you've just been given, which is something more like, unused sandwiches will attract a new form of pest. So, yep, the written word has certainly had its uses. Now, the only problem is that because so many people have, over the course of history, been so bad at grammar and punctuation and spelling, to the point of being practically illiterate, the ability to record sound has really been a godsend in, to quote an Australian politician whose name escapes me for the moment, keeping the bastards honest. Because if there's a recording of you saying something, particularly if it's accompanied with a moving picture, then that will blow away any written word. It'll blow it right out of the water. For anyone with half a brain, that is. Now, the problem with that now, of course, is that, as we all know, sounds and images can now be quite easily digitally manipulated. So, in conclusion... When it comes to having a guarantee of getting absolutely accurate information, either written or spoken, we're still completely screwed. And on that optimistic but fundamentally humorous note, we've reached the end of our program. I hope you've all enjoyed today's show, and if you have, don't forget to hit the subscribe or the follow button if you haven't already, and you'll be magically notified as soon as the next episode pops up, unless you're listening on Spotify, in which case... 
Think Friday, because that's when there's always a brand new episode of the show. And of course, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, you can also leave a rating or a comment. And so that's it for now. But wherever you are, whoever you are, and however you are, just keep on breathing and I'll be back almost before you know I've gone with another essential 10 minutes of quasi-original thinking, pointless opinions, and unmissable speculation right here on My Wonderland. Gotta get back to Wonderland. Wonderland.